I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wood inside. Welcome to the edition of the podcast. I'm gonna drink when Lance is doing this, but I'm doing it, so can't. Uh, Sean, thank you for picking up the slack. Uh, he's off in Vegas. Uh, Wes is Wes is jealous. He's uh, he's green with baby envy or whatever. Uh, and Sean and I are stuck up in Canada for another month. Uh, but the, the border is opening. Well, it's open for flights, but it's opening uh, for driving across next month, I believe. So maybe, so there uh, should be no issues in you, in you going to uh, some wrestling, some wrestling uh, tournaments. What is that, next year? Early next year? Yeah, in March Madness. Yep. Yeah, there's that. Maybe I can go and, uh, and and watch the Lions go zero and sixteen again. Cause... You mean you're you're not you're not just completely hyped up about golf being your starting quarterback now? At least you know at least Stafford was like a, a pretty good ball show. Out. He was a show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And they drafted like seventy two receivers in the first round since he was there, so they gave him somebody to to throw, to throw to, to easily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's amazing that one franchise can be so bad and have two guys who have had Hall of Fame careers retiring by the time. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. And have one that's literally one of the greats in his position ever walk away probably four or five years early because he's like, fuck this place. You know what I'm saying? Like, Calvin Johnson's like, I'm done, man. Fuck this place. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Actually, you know, they, they've lost games in very Lions ways over the past couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Justin Tucker's like an all-timer. <laughs> Dude, they, they haven't looked as terrible as I expected, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, y'all have like um, probably a top five or six tight end now that's – that dude's unbelievable. Golf's like – he's not the worst. You know, I'll say that about. There's him. worse quarterbacks. There's in the NFL. way worse. He can make. There's a, pass. a lot. Yeah. And I, I I loved me some Joey Harrington when he oh, was in Detroit, geez. but uh, Goff is a step up from those days. So <laughs> I'm sure you'll find a random win here in a in a random week. One oh or yeah, two. definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we're things are returning to to normalcy which is which is nice i I know sean's happy he's he's got hockey back the the oilers are are doing oilers things everybody's on the mcdavid bandwagon this season we're all in baby give me a fun one we're all (laughs) in uh should be very i'm pretty sure that uh the books are gonna go bankrupt if uh if mcdavid joins the hart family you know, I know he's in the wrong city in Alberta, but uh, he's he's straight out of the dungeon. I think. Uh, Are they even going to call him like Connor anymore? His first name's just going to be McDavid once he wins another one. <laughs> McDavid Hart. Hart. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Wes, 
uh, I don't watch college football, but apparently Kentucky plays college football and they're almost doing it well. What's going on there? So they haven't been 6-0 since 1950. And they actually, back in, back in those days, Kentucky was actually like a powerhouse football program. Like Bear Bryant coached at Kentucky before he went to Alabama and won all that shit. But back then they were like one of the best teams in the country. Uh, yeah. But it's been a while. (laughs) Beat Florida, beat Florida and LSU back to back. I don't, I can't remember the last time they did that, but they're going to get their shit stomped in come Saturday. Sadly, they're Georgia is going to manhandle them. Like they're, they're good. They're, they're okay. They're a top, top 10 football player, but they don't have the athletes all around like Georgia and Alabama and shit like that does. They just don't have that. Man. But it's, it's cool, man. It's cool. So as we've seen in the, the chat, I don't know why I asked you about Kentucky football when the, the true UK fan <laughs> needs to, to have some insight on, on the new prospects coming into the UFC. Some, <laughs> some fat flyweight who can't make weight and, makes uh, little Sean Shelby all angry storming through the halls of the apex when Dana signs him. That was, that was a, a pretty funny moment when he goes, he signs him and he tells the other guy, well, he must wait. So like, <laughs> fuck you. See you later. It's like, <laughs> what? Like, uh, just making shit up as we go. Yeah. Um, he's like, it's straight up wrestling, man. Uh, they yep. got the storylines. You got the drama. He's like, I, I, I just feel like this kid's special. I just feel it. So I don't care what he did. He probably cussed out or did some dumb shit to a driver, apparently. Like, Sean Shelby doesn't like him. There's other staff they're saying doesn't like him. He must have done some really dumb shit the week he was there. But Dana's like, hey, he's special. I, I just he's going to get some tough uh, competition off the start, methinks. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh... I think I think Shelby's going to make a uh, point of that one. <laughs> Well, there's there's not a lot of easy options at flyweight either, right? So, yeah, uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, we had fights last week, so that was a thing. I had family over for Thanksgiving, so I saw very limited amounts of these fights. But, uh, you know, I think we all came out on the, the right side of some stuff, which is is nice to see. So yeah, we'll yeah. do the quick, uh, the quick recap. Especially when it's just an absolute I think, I think, kind of a card. I think y'all too. What's so fucked up is we have one of the worst, literally one of the worst UFC cards ever. There, it's no, no bullshit. And y'all actually like kill it. I win a little bit of money. We get like these great cards and it's like scraping to try to find winners and shit. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense, man. Throw darts, I mean, man. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's just tossing coins to, to bet on MMA sometimes. So it is what it is. You, you know, sometimes you just end up on the, the right side of some stuff. And that definitely, uh, I, it almost happened in, in multiple ways in the opening fight of the evening. Um, ended up hitting the under, but uh, had a little dart on uh, on Charlie round one TKO and yeah, he certainly had his chances, but uh, eventually uh, the other guy, the, the former bantamweight just took him down and was like, Hey, you cannot grapple at all. I just, 
beat the shit out of them. So that was that. Charlie Antonitos yeah. back to the appetizer menu. <laughs> yeah, I had I had him inside uh, plus five forty five. That would have been a, <laughs> a cherry on the top, yeah. but uh, <sighs> at, at least I had fight doesn't go in a in a parlay. So uh, knew that was it. Was, it was going to go one of two ways. It almost went one way. Ended up going the other. Yeah, yeah. I had him. I think I got like plus four seventy five or something like that. And I mean, this dude hit him with like an axe kick and about knocked his ass out. It was like. <laughs> Come on, man! Like, give give me some more plus money like that against Steve Garcia because it, it's gonna cash one of these times. That dude is—he's chinny as fuck, and uh, there's gonna be one of these guys that catches him is not gonna completely fucking gas out or get taken down with him. So, yeah, I'll, I'll bet that every time. Maybe the next one. We'll, we'll see. Um, next up, uh, armbar from Guard. Was it from Guard? Loopy. Yeah. Quick quick turnaround. She's fighting again this week because everybody wants to fight. Uh, <laughs> but she armbarred some 36-year-old Argentinian chick. So not really sure how much she, uh, we're going to put in that. <laughs> uh, she, she, she might do the same thing again this week because she's fighting another Here's really... the problem with that, Wes. Where is she from? Not a good place. A place where you don't win that many fights, and you definitely don't win fights when you're getting hyped up a bit. So I would tread lightly this week. <laughs> is she Canadian? Principal. She's Canadian? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Mexican. Mexican. That's right. <laughs> On the other hand, no, never mind. We'll get there when we break down that fight in uh, yeah. We'll do it in about seven seconds for that one when we get around to it. Uh, next up, Wes, got to give you some shit on this one. Um, Charles Rosa, just in his defense, he didn't just stay on his back because Damon Jackson actually had to take him down six times to win the fight and not just three. So he <laughs> actually stood up a couple times. Uh, but it's Charles Rosa. It it is it is, and look, I I I was feeling pretty good about myself for about three minutes. For about three minutes, he like shook off a takedown attempt, uh, worked against the cage a little bit, and didn't get taken down. But man, when it came, it 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 came, and um, I mean, I will say one thing though. There's a lot of doctors that would have probably stopped that fight, like a lot of them. And um, they're uh, I'm glad I, we had a female doctor in that. Yeah, we that were fight. we were kind of we were DMing about it. <laughs> um, I think that could be the case though. That like a lot of the male doctors would have probably stopped that. She was like, "I'm I'm not going to be the one to stop this fight." You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but that that was See, nasty. That every month. No, I'm not gonna go there. But, uh, yeah, yeah, good. The, the leech is tough, man. Like, I usually bet on the leech. I think, I think me and Brad have been betting on the leech for like a decade now because we used to bet the leech on uh, Friday night regional fights years ago. And yep. dude, dude's always been a tough out, man. I, I like the leech. We used to have our our stable of uh, regional MMA dogs, dog. Yep. <laughs> 
Like him, him, King Casey. King, King Casey was the the <laughs> crown of regional MMA dogs, dog. No doubt. Absolutely. Uh, now, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Can I say something? Absolutely. Whoever this chick is that's running around trying to call herself King Casey, even got the a Twitter handle somehow, like, she should be put cut. That, put that shit out. She should be cut. Like, Knock I don't even know. Get, get off the roster. Sad. Stop it. Get some help. Sad. Uh, Rose is terrible. He's, he's pretty bad. <laughs> he is. Uh, he he's has horrible. big holes in his game all the way around. But at least he's tough. Uh, I, I was glad that that doctor didn't stop it because I had Go's decision for a, a couple units. So uh, that got a little closer to finishing than what I expected. That was nasty, for man. Sure. That, that, that view where he was had his he was face down on top of Rosa – it looked like a faucet, bro. There's there's few horrid. there's few times where I've seen blood pouring like that. I mean, it was nasty. There you go. Fun times. It's fun times in the cave. Speaking of fun times, when when the big Lord. boys hit that uh, yeah, baby seven minute thirty second yeah seven minute thirty second mark. That's those are the best times. Oh, consensus fatties. Uh, Yes. We even just, got Lance on and he didn't even fucking bet it, so that's why we won. <laughs> yeah, that Definitely. that's exactly why it hit so easily, because Lance literally backed out. Cash. Couldn't even, couldn't even show his face this week. Sad. Embarrassing. God, um, we got a true fatties at plus money, Brad. How yeah. often does that happen anymore? Like they caught on they caught us. They caught us on on one point five. They caught on like they, they caught, caught on with women's overs. Yep, they got Sean on his women's overs. Mm-hmm. Like they keep uh, those, flopping back and nice forth numbers. on uh, on contender series. Like for a while, it was all two and a halfs, and then it was one and a halfs, and they they just keep going back and forth. So uh, I feel like they're still trying to figure out what they're doing there. But yeah, yeah we uh, we don't see many lined like that one was. So. Quite nice, and even though the finish only came a couple minutes after it, uh, it went over, it, it still felt pretty easy. Romanov, um, he's kind of a fraud, eh? I mean, he yes. when he steps up, yeah. I mean, he, he should have lost that Espino fight. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a reason going you to go lose. from fighting Espino to back down to fighting uh, Ben Yeah. That that tells you all you need to know, yeah. So, yeah. who knows? There was big bets on him, and I mean, I guess in this uh, in this matchup, I guess uh, that could slide, but we'll see. Well, I think we'll get some chances. Mm-hmm. He is he's firmly in the soil. There there's some people that really like Romanov for some reason. They ba- yeah, they back. They him. really do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to back Bandera in this one because. Like he's not good, um, but I, uh, I took a little. Close. I took a little Romanoff by decision to kind of go against the public, and that I don't think he's that good. And he usually just lays on top of guys and does a bunch of nothing. And uh, though bread man's pretty tough, I was feeling pretty good about it after Fatty's hit. Like, uh, you know, he did finish the fight. Props to him, but I think Sean's right. He gets up into some guys that can bang a little bit. I think he's in trouble. Yep. 
And the, also, if that fight gets out of round two, then it could very well go yeah, to decision. The, the Dukakis boy smokes him. Like, smokes him. Yeah, that'd be fun. I don't think they're going to book that, but no, that'd be fun. <laughs> he's going to have to lose a couple to, to get that fight. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up, Bantamweight division, Chris Gutierrez... Split decision? I, I Somehow. saw part of this one, and all of the parts Ooh. that I saw, he was winning. Uh, so unless Calares was just beating the shit out of him every time I looked away, uh, this this seemed wrong. Well, uh, this split part of it. Split. Yeah, the split. That, that third scorecard is brutal. Yes, split decision was absolutely fucking atrocious. Like, get, get the fuck out of here. It's just another one of those cards where you you realize how much you're playing fucking with bullets in the gun betting MMA. Like, you just never fucking know what these people are looking at. You really don't. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, like, stats don't mean anything in MMA, but I've got the, the stats up for that fight. And, like, Gutierrez doubled him up in strikes in every round and I guess the second round that the one judge gave to Calares was the one like third round when he was on top for a bit, but he got quadrupled in strikes in that round. And it, and it looked like it too. It wasn't just the numbers on paper. It, the eye test, you look, watch that fight and, Never thought for a second that Gutierrez was losing that fight. He looked good. Like he was zero MMA media gave it to Calares, and half of them gave it a 30 27. So, yeah, that's about that that sounds about right. Uh, still hate him because calf kicks. (laughs) He actually actually used his hands a whole lot more in this fight, like than he usually does because he had to. I don't think the kicks were working on Corrales, but he couldn't land them as much on him. So his hands look pretty good. That's why I say when you watch the fight, you never thought Gutierrez was losing. Well, I can tell you something for sure. I am not going to go back and watch that fight. Uh, same goes for Maria Agapova getting the third round finish over Sabina Mazo. Good job, Lance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I told you guys last week. The crystal meth, the bath salts that are running through that lady, I mean, she was not going to be stopped on, <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, it's just, Training in Florida is different when, when you're on the run. Uh, you, you, you can't be stopped. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was happy to cash her inside. That was, uh, that was a nice number. Um, yeah, I, I heard some people saying to, uh, to stay away because – you know, she's bouncing between training camps. She's just trying to avoid the warrants. That's all it is. It's not that she can't get good training in. She just, you know, can't stick around too long in one place. Deport this is this is women's camp. MMA. It's athleticism is going to go pretty far, uh, no matter how shitty you're training. If you are a decent athlete, that's uh, that's kind of just the way it is. I mean, I, and I, losing to uh, Alexis Davis in 2021 is probably not a good sign. Yeah, I, I took yep. a, just a, a little of the plus money there, but I'd even tweeted, man, like she had landed uh, a thousand strikes, dude, and didn't hurt this chick once. Like, 
I was like, she couldn't knock anybody out. And then she gets the perfect punch off, dude. Like, good props to Sean and Lance. Like, great, great hit. I'll take my pl- my little bit of plus money, but that's why Sean won as much as he did Saturday and why I won as much as I did. Don't great. give a fuck to put real bets down, so I just throw darts and props. Uh, more on that later in the episode. Nice. Can't wait. Um, next up, Nicolau, unanimous decision over Tim Elliott, uh, which was very puzzling to one James Krause because <laughs> he was convinced that Elliott was up two rounds. Um, yeah, bad. At, at least he owned up to the, the bad corner work. Um, Elliot, as we said, he kind of hits the ceiling where he can beat all of the bottom of the barrel guys. And then once he actually steps up to the, the top 15 kind of flyweights, uh, just doesn't really have the, the game to, to back it up. Uh, makes for fun, entertaining fights. But, uh, you know, even if he thought that he, he won this fight, there, there's definitely a ceiling on that dude. I don't I don't think he won, but I think he was on his way to winning that fight. He had every bit enough to beat Nikolai in that fight. He looked great when he was just that he get he gets taken down like an idiot. And even the worst part, he just tries to stall and and hold on instead of trying to work his way back up and wasted like three minutes or something of the round, literally just stalling the entire time, can't get the stand up and loses. Um, what a fucking idiot. You deserve to, to lose that fight at that point. Um, but his, his stand-up, like the second round got a, a lot closer and Nikolai looked good, but man, Tim Elliott had everything that he needed to win that fight. And, uh, that's besides what James Krause did in the corner. Like I look, I'm at the that was point a bad that, night for old Krause. <laughs> yeah. They should just be telling him, look, you, you probably are down to like, just start telling them that. Never tell these. You don't even that. have to say that. Just say, like, it's 1-1. One, one. Or be close. truthful. These be are truthful. close rounds, man. Yep, be truthful. Yeah. Uh, I I get that they're, like, cage side and it's their fighter, so they're probably not going to score rounds, you know, close rounds for the other guy, but you just got to start realizing when they're close and be like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We just do not know. You can't lose this next round. Yep. Uh, me. <laughs> and, like, I think Lance was like, Oh, y'all said Kraus was good. What about? I was like, yeah, that was a dumb thing to do, but that doesn't take away the how good of a in in cage coach and tactician that James Kraus has become. He's become really good with fun. He had a bad night. Yeah, it was a bad night. Yep. I mean, he ended up finding a way for Tim Elliott, who I wouldn't say is a better striker than Nicolau, to outstrike him for most of the fight. Agree. Absolutely. You know, he couldn't really hit takedowns to, to save his life in that fight, but he didn't need to because the threat of it just opened up striking. So, I mean, he's good at tailoring game plans to his guys as well because he doesn't ask guys to do things that they can't. Yep. Co-main event. Wait, main event? There was a fight <laughs> after this? <laughs> Um, honestly, this one was, was frustrating to watch because Randy Brown was so much better than Jared Baden in this one. Uh, but he just fucked around so much and 
I don't want to say this fight was competitive, but it was a lot closer than it should have been. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure how much that really had to do with his toe injury or whatever. I, I know he said he he uh, dislocated his toe or whatever happened to it, like one of the first kicks he threw. Yeah, early on. So yeah. it, it happened really early, but man, how much better was he? Like he did anything he wanted in that fight. Um, I, I think he's become a, a decent fighter, man. I, I think he's he's probably a pretty tough out for a lot of guys in that division. Uh, he, the, the dude's a, a pretty good kickboxer at this point, uses his length very well. Uh, just a, a big fucking dude, hard to take down. He's a tough fucking fight, man. So uh, getting him at the, at the price we did here around two to one, man, over fucking this guy. That that was crazy. Even with a broken or dislocated toe, the fight wasn't even fucking close. Yeah, I, I bet Brown just just expected more. That's all. There's definitely some guys that are ranked right now that I think he would definitely beat. Uh, yeah. you know, Salikov is ranked 14th. I, I think Brown would destroy that guy, and I think he'd probably beat Daniel Rodriguez as well. Uh, although that would be a, a hell of a fun fight. Most Rodriguez fights are. Yeah, exactly. It's it's nice when you've got those guys. We were talking before the show how um, about Luke Thomas saying how this is the the golden age of of MMA because fighters are so much better. Um, those are two guys who are better than fighters have historically been, but they're still flawed enough defensively that they would make for a fun fight. Yes, that's, that's the thing. Yep. Only there was more of those. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, the post limb in this card. Um, <laughs> this was a perfect Bellator post limb. <laughs> Twenty five minutes of Mackenzie Dern not being able to wrestle. Yeah, I, I I guess we shouldn't have been surprised. You know, she had just horrible takedown uh, rates coming into this fight. Um, it's just, it is kind of scary when when she does get you down or you fall down or you pull her down. Uh, she's attacking. I mean, good on Rodriguez to fight it off the one time it, uh, it happened. Other than that, Dern's stand-up is still pretty, pretty poor. Yeah, I mean, she did have, have Rodriguez down for like almost four minutes or something, one round, and came came close uh, to some stuff, did some damage. But man, I mean, we know what she is at this point. Like, I I don't even want to, I don't want to compare her to Ronda, like, because I think she's probably better than Ronda. But man, the it's kind of striking how similar they are. The hands are just atrocious. Um, Ronda just had a way to get the fight down, you know, uh, Dern, judo. <laughs> yeah, Dern cannot do it. She literally has zero wrestling. And then especially once she starts getting tired, it's even worse. Um, and man, her hands are like, they're really bad. Uh, she's she, off balance. She's like, off, yeah, as her she, like, footwork. Throws. Yeah. It, it's, it's horrible. And she doesn't know how to use anything whatsoever to set up any kind of takedown or clinch. Like she can't even get inside to get a hold of people. That's crazy to me for somebody that knows how to do 
grappling like she does once it hit the mat. Like you should be able to at least get a hold of people on the feet and then get trips or whatever you got to do to get them down. I mean, she just running into jabs and shit off of Rodriguez. It was pretty funny after a little bit. Um, I, I'll take the little bit of plus money. We know what darn it is. It, I will say it's funny. They hyped her like all week. All the promos was like, this is the next contender. She has a chance because she's got this great jujitsu. If it's there. Well, she's got to get this one down first and sub this chick, you know? Nope. Yeah. And then, uh, I think it was a couple fights ago where she fought another jujitsu chick and like, it was a competitive striking match that she won. And everyone's like, Oh, the striking's coming around. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that was uh, UFC Vegas 39. And it was a card that happened. Just glad it was an early card because it got it out of the way for real, actual, awesome fights. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. then, you know, Wes is the, the best equipped to, to talk about boxing. But uh, I went back and watched the, the fight. I didn't watch it live, but I went back and watched it earlier this week. And, man, um, Fury doing the Undertaker thing again, just awesome. Well, it, it wasn't like the first It time. wasn't the same. But, no. I mean, he, he went down. He went down, but that first time was... That's one of the greatest <laughs> moments in fighting history. Like that dude literally rose from the dead. Uh, yeah, that was a great fight, man. It really was. I, the the card was pretty good. There was a lot of good fights on there, but um, yeah, I, we always get a little caught in the moment. But that's legitimately uh, one of the greatest heavyweight title fights ever, ever, dude. It 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 had everything. Now, I I had I go went back and watched shit from the seventies and stuff like that. So I didn't get to see that kind of stuff live when boxing was it in mattered. its, in its, yeah. in its, you know, heyday. But I mean, I remember Tyson fights and shit and uh, early HBO fights with Foreman and stuff like that. And those were big fights, but man, this, this fight just had everything, man. I mean, Fury was down like two or three times. Wilder uh, was dropped so many times and still you, at any moment you're thinking like, Wilder can land that shot. Like, he could dead anybody. Looks absolutely drunk out there, stumbling and still. <laughs> and, and hits one, and you're lands. like, oh, fuck. And you're thinking, he's going to kill him. Yeah, it, it was a great fight. That, that was a, a really a great trilogy, too, man. Uh, those, those dudes fought three times, and they were all just insane fights. Um, but, yeah, Wilder, man, I, I, don't, I don't know, dude. Like, that guy, I've lost some respect for him, though, man, to still not be able to fucking so salty. to shake a man's hand and, and be like, you know, great fight. Like, this time, you legitimately whooped my ass. There's like, no, I mean, there there was never any questions. He just tried to play up the whole cheating shit. But you're going to accuse a guy of cheating and everything else, and then, like, him whoop your ass again, and you mm-hmm. just can't fucking say props, good fight. Um, Man, there's good fights, man, that – it's crazy still the heavyweight division of boxing is as good as it's been in a while. Like there's AJ and now Usyk, that's just a new wrinkle in it. And 
Uh, still Wilder. I mean, imagine Wilder and AJ throwing bombs. Or I mean, there's just there's great fights, man. And uh, there's still nothing like a, a boxing heavyweight title fight. You you see the people that come out and the buzz that that mm-hmm. creates. It's like nothing in sports, man. And I, I still love it as much as anything. Yeah, people forgot because of the the Klitschko era of just <laughs> jabbing people to death, but. When there's a couple dudes in the heavyweight division and they all match up in ways that, you know, make each other vulnerable, then it, it ends up being some fun shit. Yep. It, it was it was shitty that we lost the the AJ Fury fight, but this wasn't bad as kind of a runner up. <laughs> um, that fight may happen. I, I don't know, man. Usyk looked pretty damn good. <laughs> I don't know. I- I'm if AJ is going to be able to come back from that one. Yeah, I mean, AJ's going to be fine. Like, the guy's a, a decent enough boxer. He's just not what I and many others thought he was going to be, man. And I don't think he ever beats a guy like Usyk. Like, he's not beating that guy. He doesn't have necessarily the raw punching power to get anybody out of there at this point. Um Anybody like Usyk, like a slick boxer like that, it's just never going to happen. That's why what what hurts that we lost so much is I came around to finally realizing that this fucking big, tall, fucking blubbery motherfucker (laughs) is the best boxer on the planet and would run circles around AJ. And at one point, we were probably going to get a pretty good fucking number uh, on that because AJ was still... um, just like the public knew of AJ. Looks like he, the part. He looks <laughs> yep. the part. And uh, we were going to get a nice number on Tyson, and he would have boxed the fight. He, he still would like – I'd still like to see that fight. Um, but, man, that that's not close. I want to see Fury Usyk. Or I'd watch Fury Wilder. I think that's what's going to happen after yeah. Usyk beats AJ again. Maybe yeah. AJ fights Wilder after that, both coming off That's what losses. should happen. The Fury and Usyk should unify the the belts, and uh, Wilder and and uh, AJ should fight. I mean, those are two insane fights, man. And like, put them on the same card. Ah, they wouldn't they do that. That'd be a waste. No, They'll never. Do I don't that, even but. think they're not. They're not promoted by the same people anyway. But yeah, that's that's too like. AJ selling out, literally selling out a stadium <laughs> whenever he fights. Yeah. Yeah. Fury's supposed to fight Dillian White next, probably, but. I mean, that's. What a stupid name. White. Like, there's there's some, like, even those guys, there's some lower level uh, heavyweights there, too, that are below those guys that are fun as fucking hell, man. Like, heavyweight division's awesome. Yeah. You just hope that nothing dumb happens and they ruin bigger fights for Fury if he has to take that smaller fight, but. Yeah, I mean, nice. last time he took that one before the Wilder fight. I know, fight, it got sketchy with that cut. His <laughs> fucking eye got laid open. and Yep. Yep, uh, I think that taps. I have very limited boxing knowledge. It's, it's one of those things where it's uh, it's difficult for me to – it's like soccer. There's, there's too yeah, many different think. things happening in too many different places that uh, I can't follow it all. But, you know, a, a big boxing match still – has that appeal that uh, MMA has very rarely been able to reach. 
Um, so I guess that means we got to talk about this week's card. Have to, yeah. Jeez, that's what we're here for, right? Um, yeah. At the, the important thing is it's still only an 11-fight card. Um, there's been a bunch of fights that have fallen off. There might be a couple more that fall off as the, the week goes, although we only got a couple days left. Um, and is this one an early start? Kind of. Uh, I'm not sure. No. Yes, it is. Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern. Well, 4 p.m. Eastern for for prelims is a little bit early. That's a couple, a, that's a couple, a couple hours, hours early, right? Yeah. Usually, it's, start usually six or six. Yeah, or, or seven. So pay-per-views are like seven, six thirty. Most of them's like six, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I think this a little bit early. starts at seven. So you know, good stuff. It's, it's early, so that's not too shabby. Not going to stay up to uh, till one a.m. watching uh, Big Norm and Big Lad go at it, which um, is in the can't make weight division. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to watch that anyway. And we're going to kick it off with a fight that I'm probably not going to watch. Uh, we got Ariane Canelonis uh, taking on Estella Nunez. Um, you know what? When I, when I saw Canelonis' name, I, I thought she was Italian. But after Luigi Vendramini changed the game, another one, baby. Uh, all, of these, all of these Italians can just be Brazilian. So whatever. Um, is this a thing that either of you have any thoughts on whatsoever? I, I really have no idea. I know this chick's tapped out picture. She's got some of the biggest arms I've ever seen on a, on the chick. No bullshit. Like, she's swell. But I, I have no idea. All right. Uh, and the other one is coming over from from one and hasn't fought in three years, apparently. She was, That's, she was supposed to fight in 2019 for the UFC and still has not fought for the UFC. Nice. Nice. She um, looks like Frank Mayer's daughter. <laughs> as, I mean, random, as random as that is, like Frank Mayer's daughter that fights, I swear, I, that's who she looks like. Fair. Um, Frank Mayer's daughter could probably beat probably, both of these chicks. She she would beat both of their asses at this point. First first round first round sub. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know what you're supposed to do with something like this. Uh, it's low level women's MMA, so you either take the dog or you take the under because somebody's going to get armbarred from guard. Yep. Perfect. Uh, moving on to the bantamweight division, we have Dana Batgirl taking on Brandon Dave. Which I've seen both of these guys fight. Sean, uh, Brandon Davis had a pretty tough, tough run. Uh, if you look back on his uh, his first <laughs> UFC uh, run, um, he thought he, he fought against some some rough guys: uh, Barzola, Zabit, Randy Costa. He actually beat. Uh, Giga for all the shit that we give him. Um, yeah, I don't know how good Dana Batgirl is. Uh, he, the guys he's beat are, are very bad. He, he's done what he's supposed to and finished something in the first round, but it, it's it's hard to, to tell. 
I think uh, Brandon Davis is is a good amount more durable than than either of the guys he fought. So I think we're actually going to see if this Dana Batgirl is is actually any good. Uh, Brandon Davis is a tough fighter. Um, there was a terrible opener. Bet online decided to give give away some money. Uh, Brandon Davis plus two fifty was the opener, and it was gone what? in a hurry. It was like instantly. What? Everybody just hammered the shit out of it. And then it dropped to 170, and it was 170 for a bit, and now it's slowly creeping down to plus 150. Uh, I probably would have had a, a bet on it if I bet it earlier, even at plus 170. I'll probably pass. Um, I'll, I'll pick Brandon Davis to, to get the upset, though. Wes? Yeah, I mean, congrats to whoever got plus 250 because that's definitely a bettable number. Um Plus 170 or so is probably a, a bettable number. Um, I still might bet this. I, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, the level of competition here is crazy, but I think Brandon Davis is just a little too tough for this dude. Like, is he going to get him out of there? I don't I don't think so. I mean, uh, losing to, to Giga and, and Kang, I mean, those are two fucking – bangers at at this point like those guys hit um can can this dude get brandon davis and, and like if he doesn't like uh he's durable as shit you know what's going to be happening in the second and third round here like brandon davis is going to be coming forward um i mean as a dog here i i think he can can win a decision so man at, at plus 250 or something damn that that would have been nice i think it's around plus 145 or so now I'll, I'll probably end up hitting Brandon Davis small. Um, I, there's not a lot on this card that I like, so it's it's one of those situations where I'm looking for bets. So it's definitely either dog or pass, but uh, Brandon Davis by decision. Yeah, I'm on the same track here. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those cases where you, you kind of you lost out on the the great looking number, but I don't want to pass up what I the still dumb think numbers. Is, yeah, but... yeah, I, exactly. I don't want to pass up something that I still think is a, a playable number for the guy who's going to win the fight. Um, I don't think has Davis ever been finished by strikes. I know he's been subbed a few times, but it's not no. like uh, Batgirl's ever going to go out there and sub somebody at the UFC level. Zero TKO um, losses. There you go. Uh, zero TKOs, he's been subbed like three or four times by, or not even three or four times, a couple times by some decent guys, I think. Uh, Zabit hit him with the, uh, the stump puller, uh, the old Doink the Clown finisher. Um, <laughs> so that's that's always fun. Uh, but yeah, we haven't seen what happens to, uh, to Batgirl after somebody doesn't go away in the first round in a, a little while. And with Davis, you don't get him out of there in the first round and he just keeps picking up steam as the fight goes. So I think this is Brandon Davis. There, there might be some, some clenching moments in the, the first round. Uh, but once he gets past that, I think he is just taking the, the second and third on volume. Um, normally like galaxy brain me, uh, would look at like the third round props, which are up in the, the high teens for this one. Uh, but realistically, uh, realistically, I think it's probably going to be Davis by decision, which is up over plus 300 still. So 
if you want to make back some of that money line money uh, that's uh, money line price that you missed, uh, that might be a way to look at doing that. Next up in the featherweight division, we got Lodovic Klein against Nate Landwehr. Right on the chin. Right there. <laughs> With your knee, preferably. <laughs> Brad, we're, we're good because that happens only every second fight, and it happened last time. Oh. So he might be okay this time. <laughs> uh, if, if, if it goes by the trends, he's, he's going to win by decision. And then next time he's going to get knocked out by a flying knee. Gotcha, um, gotcha. I don't know how good Ludwig Klein is. Um, he he obviously lost. It was a close fight against Trezano. I think that was pretty much a coin flip. But um, he was obviously the, the big favorite going into that fight. And he didn't really fight like it. Um he had to, to resort to taking Trezano down. And as we've seen, pretty much everybody can take Trezano down. So I don't think that's that impressive. Um, can he get Landwehr down? Probably. Um, Landwehr is usually a madman. So I feel like if, if Landwehr can, can actually fight to his true self, not give a fuck and and throw like a wild man. He'll have a chance in this fight. Now, whether he does that, because there is obviously that chance that he gets knocked the fuck out while he does that, as we've seen in the so far. Um, man, that number's getting big on Landwehr. Uh, I've lost money on him a, a couple times. It might happen again. Him by decisions, like plus six hundred now. Him straight is plus three hundred. I haven't done it yet. This is this is terrible this is a terrible card so who knows i might be tossing a dart and knowing it's going to even out from last week so i'm sure it's going to lose Wes, yeah i mean i can understand where where sean's trying to to land his dart here but man i just don't know if i can trust landware at this point um I will say it's like it, it's not like he couldn't do some some grinding here himself uh, and stay away from those big shots. Uh, the dude is big and strong. He can uh, he can do that in fights. But man, I just if he gets throwing dumb shit in space, like we we've seen Klein, you know, clock some guys, man. So, uh, I mean, when you're getting knocked out by Julian Rosa, dude, it just kind of it's hard to look past that man. I get what Sean's saying though. I, I could I could see that happening and it's it's starting to get uh it's starting to get uh, a big number. Um I just I have a hard time seeing Landwire being controlled and fighting a smart fight for fifteen minutes and he's it's not what we need. We need him to be a wild man. <laughs> well, I don't I don't I don't agree with that. I think he gets wild and Ludwig's gonna fucking knock his ass out. So I think that's probably what's going to happen. If that's what you're wanting, that's going <laughs> to happen. I think he's going to get knocked the fuck out because of it. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we'll Landwehr does does hit pretty hard and shit. Uh, we haven't seen uh, Clyde in there with, like, uh, it's not like he was beating great guys. I mean, Shane Young's is only UFC winning and he loses to fucking Julian Arosa. So, um, 
I can't bet Lambert, man. I can't bet Klein at a number like this either, though, man. He's like minus 300 or something. Um, don't even know about uh, any kind of good good props there, man. Maybe him by TKO, but it's just something I I just I don't want to I don't want to touch, man. I, I'm gonna pass here. I get where where Sean's coming from. It is a big number. Landwehr's like not horrible. He just dumb. Like you want your money on a on an idiot. That's what you're taking your chance on. Hell yeah. Uh, it's that yeah, kind of card, the, right? Hell, uh, <laughs> that is exactly it. They're all that kind of card these days. The uh, the price on Klein by TKO is the best price out there. Is minus one ten. Yeah, I don't. So I'm I'm not interested. No. Nah. Um, I'm kind of leaning more towards Sean's side in this one. Oh shit! I've oh, I've made the mistake of of backing Landwehr in the past, and you know, in his last fight, uh, rather than going with the under. Um. But I, I think he can kind of drag this one out a little bit. I, you know, I although I'm agreeing with Sean's side, I, I like Wes's approach to the fight for him. I think if he gets in there and, and just goes nuts and it turns into a war that he could certainly get caught, uh, especially early, I think he can make it that kind of fight later on. Uh, like the fight he had with Elkins just turned into like a, a bloody mess. Uh, with both of them landing everything that they threw, but it was Darren Elkins, so he didn't have to worry about getting knocked out in that one. Uh, I, I think he needs to make sure that he tires uh, Klein out a little bit before he gets to that point in, in this fight. So whether he can be smart and do that and avoid the power early, I'm not sure. But man, Klein is... He's not... Like we saw in his last fight, he's not a guy that should be minus 400 uh, in the, the UFC. Um, what did he close against? He was like minus 300 almost uh, against Trezano last time out. And everyone pumped that one up from basically an even opener uh, to that price. And I, yeah, I, I, I didn't see it then. Uh, I'm not sure if I ended up betting Trezano in that one. I we just certainly discussed it on the, the podcast that that was more the side we were looking at. Um, and I don't see it now. I don't necessarily think that land wears as chinny as he's shown in his last couple fights. He's been nailed with some huge knees right on his chin. So uh, Klein's more of a head kick guy. So maybe he can avoid head kicks and, uh, and he'll be good in this one. But yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards Landwehr. I'm not sure if I can pull the trigger or not, but I think by the time the fight rolls around, uh, I'll have a little bit uh, of a bigger number to work with. Um, yeah, you can ask us whatever. We, we don't care. Uh, we might answer it. We might not. Who knows? Uh, and in the everybody wants to fight fight of the oh. week, we've got Luena... Carolina taking on Lupi Godinez. She's back. Just just did it last week. Back again this week. Because... Trying to break that. Trying to break the record of the goat. Yeah. Quickest quickest back to back wins outside of tournaments uh, against uh, the goat. Which goat? Does he have to be named? You know, like the the best fighter ever. Except he can't beat COVID. He can't beat COVID. He can beat, uh, oh, who's the British guy that got cut? 
Which one? Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be. He, he was definitely on like Cage Warriors or something just recently. Fuck, what is his name? Uh, Mart was it Mart? No, it wasn't uh, Marshman. Or... Jack Marshman. <laughs> what the fuck no. was his name? No, it wasn't oh. Marshman. Uh, oh, different British guy. Reese McKee, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. I <laughs> <laughs> love uh, it. Oh. Um, yeah, so this is this is happening again. Wes, you said earlier, I think it was you, that uh, we might get another another sub in this one. And if there's one thing that I know about Luana Carolina, and there literally is only one thing, it's that she got knee barred by Ariane Lipsky. So, sub is. Do you remember that sub? I the... don't remember that yeah. sub. It was. Oh no, I remember that was bad. the one where she was like, "Oh, there's your leg." What? what She's like, like oh, your leg. Uh, back. <laughs> yeah, the 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 pick. I think it was um, uh, Esther Lynn got him that. I believe it was maybe. It, I, I don't know uh, one of them there, but that pick's pretty fucking awesome. Of chick just on that leg, like ah. Uh, we don't have any props on this one yet, do we? No, I, I didn't see them before the show. I don't know no. if they posted it. No, all you got is totals, like a yeah. over. I'd look at her by sub for sure. That's what I was looking for. What? Especially like I, I didn't realize that she would actually wrestle, uh, especially after you know the the Penn A fight. Um, but if she wrestles here, I don't think. She's coming up in weight, which is fine. Like she just fought last week. It's probably better that she's coming up in weight and cutting again. Uh, You know, uh, foreshadowing for the uh, post limb on this one. Um, But yeah, I think if she goes back to her wrestling, that's there's not a lot there. Um, Because if I'm remembering correctly, and I don't know why I saw this fight, uh, I was probably on my phone during a dog walk, but. Uh, Carolina got dominated in the first round on the ground and then her opponent gassed out and she basically won the last two rounds doing nothing. Nothing. Yep. Nice. I don't think that's going to happen here. No, because it's not going to get there. But Lapita is Canadian. That is... Mm, no. Like fake Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like... Some people on Twitter are repping her, so... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's dangerous. I Like, is she more or less Canadian than Misha Serkinov? I would say she's probably less than, than Misha. Yes. Nice. So she might be okay. We, we might be all right. Hey, if, if she wins this one, then Canadian MMA Twitter is definitely adopting her, and then you got to fade hard in the next fight. <laughs> Uh, Wes, any any thoughts on this barn burner? Um, what fight? Loopy? <laughs> yep. Loopy. Uh, so, welterweight division. I didn't realize that Denny oh, Chocolate Roberts was still on the roster, um, but by the time that uh, his opponent, Emiv, does anything in this fight, it'll be more like lukewarm chocolate. Boom! Because he's a boring Russian. Uh, Sean, thoughts here? This is the first fucking dart of the night. Um, oh, oh, nice. I don't think it's... It's definitely not going the way you think it's going. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you um, think that he's going to get a finish? Amiv is is not very good, but he's he's got some skills. He just does nothing, and when he throws, he doesn't throw hard. Correct. Hot chocolate, uh, hot chocolate Roberts is is not good anymore, and he is chinny. So I think there might be a chance, but uh, not a very good one. But Amiv TKO was a thousand, so I had to throw a, some money on that. He, he's probably not going to finish. It's probably going to be a, a boring decision. He probably, he might not even like put a stamp on it where he should be winning these these rounds widely as he should. Um, but I still think there's a shot that he could could catch that chin. I mean, he's he's fucking due. I mean, he's been to a million straight des- decisions. He's he's got to be due. That's what I'm telling myself. Is he though? Probably not. <laughs> Uh, Wes, what are you what are you thinking here with oh, chocolate? Yeah, I mean, ten to one on getting this guy to finish somebody. I, I'm not even sure that's that's good enough to tell you the truth. Like this dude, I mean, like I, I like him even the fight. I, I think he's he's gonna be able to uh, to beat Danny Roberts, man. But this guy. I don't know when he's finished a fucking six inch sub from fucking whatever fucking subway is called over in, I guess, subway, Russia. Um, yeah, I like a beaver. Um, I'm kind of lean more by decision. Uh, I think that's around even money. Uh, if I was to play this fight, I'd probably play him by decision. Um, Sean's getting a way better number. I just, whoo, man, I, even Danny Roberts, I'm not sure Amiv can even throw enough. Um, he probably ends up on top of him most of this fight on the mat, just doing enough to get get the rounds, man. Uh, dude's way more control than he is finishing anybody. So, um, I mean, maybe the train continues, man. You keep hitting some of those big props. Uh, this this would sure be something if Amiv uh, uh, finished somebody. I, I guess got the right dude. I mean. It wasn't that long ago Danny Roberts got knocked out in the first round by Nordic Talib and shit. Uh, he's been knocked out in the first round a few times in his career. So, uh, yeah, I like Amiv by by decision, though. Amiv uh, has five finishes in the last decade. Oh, so sorry, he's due, six. Brad. He's due is what you're telling me. <laughs> um, and the last one was against... Uh, Michael Falcao, uh, which oh, yeah. you guys might have remembered um, yeah. by submission, naturally, because another uh, another stand-up MMA fighter right there. <laughs> yeah, one exactly. The good guys. Uh, and the one before that was uh, Luigi Fioravanti, who is probably Brazilian uh, by this point in his career. Uh, he used to be an American with an Italian nickname. Uh, who fought in the UFC by a fourth round corner stoppage. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's really, Amiv has that killer instinct um, in his career, 20 victories, 10 stoppages. Uh, so that includes all the shitty guys that he would have fought on the Russian regional scene. I mean, it, it is Danny Roberts and, I'm not sure if he's ever lost a decision. So I'm very conflicted in this one. 
because <laughs> do I do I bet on a boring Russian to, to get a finish? Or maybe Danny Roberts just pulls something out of his ass and uh, and wins the fight himself. Um where did you get that uh, that Ameev TKO line? By the way, is that uh, is that sketchy Russian book? No, I believe Ooh. that was a three six five. Hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, I could see it, um, especially somebody in the the chat, uh, Zazakita. I, I like I like that name. Uh, so it might be one of those gassed uh, TKOs, which which I can see. Uh, Hot Chocolate does not have the best gas tank. So he's got a lot of third-round TKOs or TKO losses or third-round submission losses in his career. So certainly uh, something to look at there. Maybe even uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a stab at the uh, Ameev round three is plus 1,200. So... That might be something that's more up my alley than thinking a, a Russian is just going to come out of the gates hot and get it done early. Two guys who are very capable of that, however. Um, Andrew Sanchez, first round king. Or uh, Bruno Silva, who I made the mistake of betting against in his UFC debut and went down like a ton of bricks. Um this one should be fun. Uh, we know that Sanchez is excellent in the first round, passable in the second round, and just a, a walking zombie in the third round. So uh, however long this fight lasts is going to determine what Andrew Sanchez looks like. Sean? Yeah, this is a tough one for me. I, uh, I know Silva looked good in, in his debut, but determine. Not a good measuring stick, in my opinion. Um, I mean, shit, Andrew Sanchez knocked him the fuck out. <laughs> so that's... Uh, I, I don't know what to think. Um, Sanchez has obviously been in there with, with much tougher guys, but he's also lost to a, a bunch of tougher guys and some shittier guys. Uh, we thought maybe his his cardio had had turned around, but I... I don't know about that. <laughs> um, he's, he's still kind of that guy. Uh, maybe he's a little bit better later in, in the rounds, but um, this fight probably is lying correctly. Maybe maybe Silva's a, a tad high. I, I don't really... I'm trying to find an angle in this fight. Over one and a half is down to like minus 145. That's not terrible but it's that you're gonna be clenched you're gonna be scared if you if you're betting that because uh both these guys come out swinging so uh it it might be might be worth the the stress but uh i'll probably just stay away from this fight and i'll uh i'll pick silva wes what do you got yeah, I, I was more looking at the laying the juice on the other way on under two and a half um Man, I, I don't. I feel like Sanchez is better than this guy for five minutes or so, uh, and then if he can't get him out of there, I don't. I don't know. But I mean, have we really seen Silva, um, you know, go rounds with really good fighters? No, I mean I haven't. Um, 
I don't know. This is a hard one for me. I, I'm not sure it's lined right. I, I don't. I guess I, I feel like this is about as a, a pick 'em fight as you can almost get. Like, um, I, I think I do like the under though. Um, I would not be shocked if if Sanchez got him out of there in the first round, and I would not be shocked if he didn't and started gassing hard. Like that that gas tank isn't any better than what it's ever been. Like that dude's just got something about like. I mean, the dude as a five round fighter is fun as hell, and sometimes does some some crazy good shit. But past that, uh, think he could be in trouble here, like usual. So, I'll uh, I'm I'm gonna pick Andrew Sanchez to get him out of there early. Uh, I just think he's the sort of the better fighter, more explosive guy, uh, has some some knockout power. Um, but I'm gonna play the under. I'm just gonna lay the juice on two and a half. I, I can't see this going uh, two and a half rounds. Yeah, this one's. Really weird uh, in that neither of these guys' weaknesses really play into the other one because if you look at, at Silva, pretty much all of his losses are him getting taken down and subbed quickly. And that's Sanchez can take him down, but I don't think he's subbed anybody since his like first or second MMA fight. It's just it's not his game. Uh, especially not at this level. So I can't really see him taking advantage of that early in this fight when it seems most susceptible. And then obviously we know about his cardio is definitely going to tail off as, as the fight goes on. And then Silva, most of his wins are by knockout and most of them are by knockout in the first round. And honestly, I'm not sure. Like Wes said, I'm, I'm not sure that he's, that good i think from a, a technical perspective sanchez is probably the better fighter i think he's definitely the better fighter early on so if sanchez is able to win that first round whether it's by wrestling or whether it's on the feet because honestly he's not terrible on the feet anymore uh he does get hit though yeah he's got a decent chin um his chin usually does hold up when he's still got fresh. some, yeah, when got he's still gas. fresh. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't hate that over one and a half. Uh, and then I'm very curious to, you know, just looking through, uh, through Silva's fights, he hasn't been past the first round a lot. He had, a, you know, a fight where he went and won in round four, um, but then had a three-year layoff. And before that, he's hasn't been to the second round of a fight since like 2016. So, what's he going to look like if this gets to round two? Sanchez not... round two. What's that? <laughs> what's that price? Oh no, I'm not playing that. I, <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm not so sure that that Sanchez is just going to fall off a cliff and die, and that Silva's not going to do the exact same in, in this one. Uh, maybe he is, but haven't seen it. Really hard to trust it. So I think this could be a, almost a case of maybe some middleweight fatties <laughs> where both these guys go out there in the first round, they, they throw a bunch of shit at the wall, and there's not much left in the tank for the, the second or the third. Uh, I know that, uh, Sean, you're looking at the, the over one and a half. Wes, you're looking at the under two and a half. I don't know. Maybe that I'm probably crazy. But uh, I, I think that this one may, might make it all the way. 
uh, Sanchez usually does in his fights, and we end up with these like weird split decisions. Uh, and I think this could be a, a good candidate for another one of them with him holding on for dear life at the end if if Silva has that gas that we're not really sure that he does. First fight of the main card. It's beauty. It's a beauty. It's, it's the fun. Beverly Hills Missile Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the one the people came to see. Um, Jordan Wright. This dude is somehow failing upward in the UFC. Uh, but in this case, I, I think that he has put been put in this particular spot for a very specific reason, and we're probably going to see that play out on Saturday night. Sean, what do you got here? Yeah, uh, I, I know the, the Beverly Hills Ninja cost some people money uh, last time out against Pickett. Um, the problem is Marquez has never been finished. <laughs> and he finishes everyone. This seems fairly straightforward. The dude is durable. He, he's right. Might look okay for the first minute, two minutes, three minutes, maybe. I mean, he looked okay against uh, Buckley until the inevitable happened. I just don't think this is a guy that that Wright is going to be able to put out. And if he can't put you out. You're fucked. <laughs> um, I don't really like laying the juice on inside the distance. Marquez is round minus one forty. <laughs> uh, you never know, um, but I I don't really have anything uh, to parlay him with either. So I I might be laying the juice and and getting angry when he can't finish off uh, an absolutely dead uh, ninja in the third or something. Wes. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna gonna have to lay the juice on inside the distance. I mean, I kinda like Marquez uh by KO here. I know he does like to go for go for the subs when he gets guys hurt sometimes, but man, Jordan Wright gets clocked, man. We saw uh we saw what happened with, with Buckley. Dude's an upright fucking dude. He's he's gonna get caught by Marquez at some point. I, I just think it's does Marquez finish him off with punches or or sub, jumps on his back and subs him. Um, I think he gets the KO, but I'm just gonna gonna just play it safe and play a little bit of juice here. Um, like Sean said, if this somehow Jordan Wright survives and then this gets kind of sloppy in the third or something and it goes to the decision, then then so be it. Um, I just, I can't, I can't see Jordan Wright surviving with Marquez. I've seen Marquez survive the fire and come back. Um, I don't think Jordan Wright can do that. It's absolutely amazing that somehow Jordan Wright only has one loss in his MMA. I mean, the other I, I one know. was from fucking weed. <laughs> the weed, man. Um, yeah, but like he's just not good. Uh, I don't think that this getting out of the the second round and right having some cardio or something is going to be a thing because I don't 
think he has any cardio. Um, he does a, a lot of bouncing around, and I, I don't think he can carry his style into the third round. So even if Marquez can't get him out of there early, I think it's just going to be a matter of time before he lands something. And Wright's chin is one of those chins where I think it doesn't matter if Marquez wants to go for the sub or not. I think he's going to land the punches and it's going to be stopped before he can even jump on the sub. That's how I'm feeling, yeah. Uh, So... Yeah, uh, you know, hate laying juice on a, an inside, maybe a little shot on, on Marquez TKO. It's uh, plus 235 at, at Bet Online. Um, but I actually, for the one, for once, uh, got the best of a line. Oh, and uh, I've got a, a parlay of Marquez and somebody else later on the card. Uh, and both of those lines have moved like 50 cents since then. Don't want to spoil it, but the man he's parlayed with does not have the strongest handshake in the world. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 2021, baby. Those are, are parlayed at plus 130, which are, uh, yeah, yeah. are I, I like it. even money right now. So, I like it. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get there in a second, but Marquez is definitely the pick here. He is at some point going to obliterate this dude. Flyweight division, we have something called a man on fire rot uh, taking on Beira Bueno Silva. I know. I, do they have an extinguisher in there? What, what's the what's the protocol? What's the protocol in the apex? Um, the only reason I know who Mayra Bueno Silva is is because she trains with Dubron. So, I mean. If I'm going to cheer for anybody in one of these divisions, it's probably going to be her. Sean? Uh, Brad, I lied to you. Ameev TKO was at Bet Online. It was plus 1,000 for about a day and a half. That was a, gotcha. a very a very bad line. Um, yeah, this, this fight, uh, armbar from guard plus 1,100, half a unit. Ooh, I like that. I, honestly, she's she's got a good guard, too, so... I, I can see that one happening. Wes? Let's hope so. Yeah, I mean, seriously, uh, it, it's probably going to happen. Um, if if I'm, like, drinking or something, I might play the under or something, at, like, plus money. But I have no bet on this fight. It's it's going to be stupid, and one of these chicks are going to get subbed. Yeah, this is the... Uh... The man on fire is uh, the one that keeps getting knockouts without actually ever hurting anyone, right? One of them. <laughs> standing like a, TKO after standing TKO. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's probably a better striker. I, I hope that the, the New Bronx chick just, like, marches forward and is imbued with the spirit of Dubrox in this one and manages to uh, to find a sub. So would you say that was, Sean? 1,100? Plus 1,100. Jesus. Um, yeah, that. That's, that's the yeah. one. I'll, uh, I'll, take, I'll take some of that. Yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> we have the man with the weakest handshake in the West. <laughs> 
or the East, I guess. The weakest handshake in the shore. Uh, Jimmy Miller taking on um, the Ghost Pepper. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a nickname, I guess. <laughs> um, Eric Gonzalez, who is coming straight out of back to back wins over five and three Samuel Alvarez and seven and five Ozil Rodriguez, and now facing the guy with the most fights in UFC history. You, you ruined my breakdown, Brad. Because I, <laughs> I looked at the odds and I'm like, that can't be real. Jim Miller is a minus 220, 230 favorite in 2021. I'm like, who in the fuck did they roll out here that he is over a 2 to 1 favorite? Sure enough, he probably should be. This guy is horrible. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, I, like I don't know if this is a gift fight for for Jimmy. Uh, it should be after all these years. I mean, he's 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 gone through a lot of shit. Um, I, I guess he had a fight and then he tested positive for COVID. That was only a month ago, so hopefully, it wasn't a bad case of COVID. Um. Yeah, I, I got to pick uh, Jim Miller. I, I'm not betting it. I I, I can't do it. I, I don't have the stones that Brad has to, to bet on Jim Miller as a minus 200 favorite in 2021. I think Brad might have got a nicer number than that, but still, uh, I'll pick Jim Miller to, to get a win. Uh, hopefully he can lock up a, a nice little sub. Wes? That's exactly what he's going to do, Sean. Uh, yeah, I mean... He is like, he's old at this point, no doubt. Um, they gotta be giving him, I don't, I haven't seen this guy fight. Um, maybe one time he was on a combat show and I've, I've, I watch most of those. Uh, so I might have seen that fight. Can't remember it. Um, but man, he better be like pretty good at this point to get a, Jimmy's a vet, man. Like, that dude can wrestle. He can get guys down, and his his sub game is is upper fucking level, man. It always has been. I I like I like Miller to get this into some kind of scramble and catch a sub. Uh, sub is around plus two twenty five, plus two thirty five. Um, I don't hate that at all. No, nothing big. It's still thirty eight year old Jim Miller at with thirty something UFC fights. So um, just a small little stab, but. Uh, I think Jimmy Miller gets a sub on some kid that is making his debut against uh, pretty much all-time UFC fighter at this point, uh, as, mu- as many fights as anybody's ever had in this promotion. Yeah, I I like Jim Miller here. Uh, this is I, – I don't understand this fight being made. Um, I think it is some sort of gift to, to Miller – because I actually have seen Gonzalez fight a couple times on those Kambache cards uh, that, that Wes is talking about, and he could not wrestle, like, at all. Uh, and that's Jim Miller's not a great wrestler, uh, but he's a good enough wrestler to take a dude like this down, and if he can take a dude like this down, and he's been subbed before by... Andres Quintana and 
Eduardo Silva, who had a zero and zero record at the time. I think he can probably uh, get subbed by by Jim Miller as well. Uh, it, you know, we've seen Miller lose a lot of times in the UFC recently. You know, over the, the past five years or so, he's got several more losses than he does wins. But none of those losses are against bad fighters. Like, Vink Pickle or Joe Selecki, like, those guys are dudes that lose in the UFC. Um, Scott Holtzman is probably his worst loss maybe ever. And that dude is a massive somewhat athletic 155-er who can wrestle and do everything pretty well. Uh, I, like, he, he still fights at a UFC level. He fights well above a UFC level for one round. And he's not even getting blown out in these later rounds now. Uh, guys aren't like just stomping all over him. He, he's getting tired, sure. But he had competitive scrambles with the the pickle fucker in in round three, uh, and actually had that fight somewhat interesting late into it. So even if he doesn't get the sub in round one, which I, I think he does, I think he can still win this fight. Um, he's going in there against a guy who has lost to Humberto Bandene and. I did the math on it. I figured it out. It's a quarter of a Garcia. Um, so, you know, and I did all the calculations on that one finally. Uh, and and now he's going to beat Jim Miller? Like, I, I just, I don't see that happening even at this stage of Jim Miller's career. So I got Jim Miller. Uh, he dropped down to minus 188 for a while at uh, at 365. Uh, so that's when I parlayed him with uh, with Marquez, who was minus 200 at the time. So that one worked out pretty well. Um, I probably could cash that out uh, for a, a little bit of profit before the fight, but I am not going to, because where would be the fun in that? Uh, also, I took a little bit of Jim Miller round one at plus 500. Cause, Get it. Yeah. There we go. That's, that's what's going to happen in that fight. All right. Time for the big boys. Not a fatties fight, because Andre Arlovski is still still looking mean and lean at forty seven years of age. Or better, he's in better shape than ninety percent of the heavyweight roster right? at like fifty two. I mean, the other dude's a, a sack of shit, but uh, Arlovski's looking good, so we can't qualify this as, as a fatties, nor is it lined as a fatties. But we got Andre Arlovsky against Carlos Philip Boy. Sean, Arlovsky's still doing his thing in 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 twenty 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 one, man. Um, Arlovsky struggles against guys that are athletic, aggressive, and have big power. Felipe has none of those things. <laughs> none of those things. Um, dude's getting out. Struck by Jake Collier, Justin Taffa. Not not good. Um, Felipe is another one of those guys that I think people want to be good because he looks like he should be good. Or he 
He acts he, like he it. moves like it doesn't look like it. he moves like he should be a lot better than what he is. You know what? He can it is bounce shocking. around every once in a while. He does something quick, and you're like, "Okay, this guy at heavyweight should do things," but he doesn't do things because he doesn't have power, and he gets outstruck by guys that aren't amazing strikers. Arlovsky, I mean, it, it is heavyweights. Things can happen. Chins can be checked. But more often than not, I think Arlovsky's gonna gonna be able to do what he does at, at this day and age, and is that's just out, out point other fighters that aren't as good. Um, I think you got to go with Arlovsky plus one hundred, him by decision around plus one seventy five or so. I think those are good bets. Wes, yeah, I mean this dude was just losing rounds to fucking. Fat Jake Collier, dude. Like, hey, that was a a slimmer fat Jake Collier, to be exact. That was like the the twelve percent cottage cheese instead of the sixteen percent <laughs> cottage cheese. Um, th- this man, it, it's crazy to say it at forty two. And we were talking before the show. You know, Andre been around for a couple of decades now, man, in, in the UFC. Been around this this the big the big show for forever, dude. Um, it's because he wins still fights like this. That this is the perfect fight for him. Like Sean said, he has trouble still against uh, even slightly athletic, kind of hard punchers. That ain't this at, at, at all. Um, Arlovsky's gonna stick and jab this guy and outpoint him for fifteen minutes and even money here. I mean, sign me the fuck up. This is my favorite bet on this entire card. Uh, Arlovsky wins, like like we both said, Arlovsky wins these type of fights still this day at 42 years old. Um, him by decision at plus 175 is a great bet as well. Uh, I'm going to sp- uh, sprinkle on that. So, yeah, I like Arlovsky by decision here quite a bit. It's, it is my favorite bet on, on the entire card. Sean, you know what the thing is about uh, about Philip Boy is people saw I don't know which third round it was. It, it was one of his third rounds where it still looked like he had energy and was throwing a lot of punches. They they came up with this terrible thick Diaz name, and That's now so they just, now they just can't let it go. So they, they have to believe that he's that guy. Um, but he's just a, a fat dude, and he <laughs> slows down as fights go on. It's just he's fighting fatter dudes who slow down even more as fights go on. Um, and for some reason in the last fight, that didn't happen, but he won the decision for some reason anyway uh, i i didn't understand that one I, I don't think a lot of people understood that one didn't make a whole lot of sense to me arlovsky knows exactly how to fight these fights uh he's been facing guys for ever now that are supposed to have better cardio than him and are going to put volume on them and like that's what was supposed to happen uh when he fought Chase Sherman and that's what was supposed to happen when he fought Tanner, Tanner Bozer and he can still pick up the pace when he needs to. He can still slow other guys down when he needs to slow them down. Uh, he just 
knows how to win fights. I mean, we've been watching this dude in the UFC, um, or at least I've been watching him since his nose was flat. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't watching when he had a normal nose because Pedro fixed that real quick into his UFC career. But I've been watching since his nose was flat. Uh, and now it turns around like three different corners before it gets to the gets to the nostrils. And it, you know, every every turn. Sometimes they say you know you can you can tell the story of a tree by the rings in the trunk. Uh, you can tell the story of Arlovsky <laughs> by all the twists in his fucking nose. Uh, and the the story of this one is that he's just a, a way craftier more skilled guy than, than Carlos Felipe. Uh, even at 42 years old, even people thinking that Felipe is going to be able to put pace on him or whatever the hell they're saying. I like Karlovsky here. Um, got him at, at even money and, and took some of that plus 175 by decision. And that is the consensus bet of the week. Andre Arlovsky in, in true analysis fashion. We're going with the oldest dude on the card with one of the worst chins on the card, and we're going to win it. Give you fatties one week. Give you Andre <laughs> Arlovsky the next week. Damn right. Uh, gotta love it. baby. Gotta love it. Uh, and that brings us to the, the post-limb uh, a special attraction. Uh, they put these fights on after the, the real fights where fighters can actually make weight. I think this is in the 139.3 pound division um, between Big Norm Dumont and Big Aspen Lad because neither of them are little. This sucks. Sean? This is uh, pretty bad. Um, I'm, I'm a bit surprised the line is where it is. Uh, I know Lad is going up in in weight, but Norma Dumont is not good. She she beat a hyped up Felicia Spencer that was able to choke out Megan Anderson, Canadian. That's that's where she got, and then she doesn't get finished by some girls. She's tough. All right, she's not good, and so I, I expect Lad to to get her out of there. I took doesn't go to decision and under four and a half plus one thirty five for one plus one thirty for the other uh, a unit on each. I think Lad's gonna finish. Uh, who knows if she doesn't? Maybe she gasses out against the the bigger fighter and, and Dumont can get a win. But uh, I I like Lad to to get the win here, and I probably won't watch it. Amen. Uh, Wes, what do you got? Why do they make these post limbs five rounds, by the way? I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Special attraction, like you said. They have to have a five-round lady <laughs> fight on every card. Brad. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, yeah, I'll keep it short. I, I, I think Lad wins here. Um, I think she can, uh, she can get takedowns here. Um, I, I'm not sure she gets a finish. Um Four and a half rounds of her probably getting takedowns in every round and being on top and working. I mean, maybe. Uh, it's a nice plus number. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm going to bet Lad, but I think she wins. I do not have an opinion on this fight. I, I have a question not... for you then, Brad, if you have no opinion on this fight. Yeah. 
Should Ryan Bader be plus sixty, plus one sixty against Corey Anderson? That seems high. I know Bader looked bad, did not look good against Machida, but Bader Bader has a problem. He's not he's not the wrestler he once was though. And he's got a problem with getting taken down and controlled by some guys lately. Is is he gonna get out wrestled by Corey Anderson? That'd be a bad look. I think he's I think Corey Anderson can can work him over in that regard at this point. I do. Hmm. But can Corey Anderson take that right? I don't know. I Bader doesn't <laughs> Bader Bader doesn't hit like he used to, but man, Corey Anderson is he's he's chinny, bro. <laughs> Honestly, more than Anderson out wrestling Bader, I'd be worried about like Anderson's Longer, sometimes he almost has a, a decent jab. Um, I would be just worried about him jabbing Bader for three rounds. I assume this is three rounds. Five rounds? What's it's five because it's part of the tournament. Oh, my God. What are you guys See, that, doing? That doesn't, that's not in Bader's favor either because his gas tank is not great anymore. Yeah, that's... That's not ideal. What else is on this Bellator card? Because that's not even like that. Not much. No, Nemkov's champ fighting the fill-in because Anthony Johnson. Ah. They couldn't put Phil Davis in there? Phil just got beat. He already uh, lost. Yeah, he he lost to Nemkov. Yeah, that was Was the the one where... What, wasn't there like a super close fight where people thought Davis beat Nemkov, or was that their previous fight? Yeah, I, I think, think that was their first one. Yeah. It was closer. The last the one, he, was, yeah, he yeah. shut out Phil in the last. Yeah, gotcha, one. gotcha, gotcha. It, like everybody in Bellator at this point fights everybody seventeen times because uh, they've got the deepest light heavyweight roster in in MMA. <laughs> uh, so it, it's hard to keep track from from one event to the next. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it it would be funny if this random Lithuanian knocks out the Bellator champ. Yeah, because Nemkov isn't, isn't bad, but he's another boring ass Russian, you know, but he's (laughs) decent at what he does. He's good at what he does, but that's unfortunately, I wouldn't be happy. uh, Just taking a a quick look at Anglicus, uh, (laughs) and, he has a bunch of decisions and a bunch of rear naked chokes on his record. So yeah, I don't think goal. he's going to be the one who's going to knock out Nemkov in, in this spot. So I don't know that minus 500 is warranted. It probably is. Um, but honestly, this, this Bellator card is far better than the UFC card because at least there's some relevant fighters on Not a there. tough task, but it had to be done. <laughs> um, Benson Henderson is uh, is still doing the damn thing. Yep. Oh, his, his, his wife's fighting on this card with him. That, that should be great. I wonder if she like, should, gets yeah, knocked the well. fuck out. How has Ben... <laughs> like... Well, she's a minus 600. Sure. Yeah. She's a minus 600, so she better Ooh. fucking win. 
It's an Ooh. amateur fight, and they gave her an 0-2 amateur who has been knocked out in both of her previous yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds about right. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a Bellator special that, that right there. That is Scott and Coker's fucking special, baby. Yep. But, like, so the, the very first actual fight on the Bellator card, so not that amateur fight, is between a 14-1 and I assume boring Russian that everyone will tell me is the the next great thing and 15 and two Jaleel Willis. That's probably like the second best fight on the UFC card. And it's a (laughs) Bellator prelim. Like, I mean, I guess if, uh, if competition is your thing, we really are in MMA's golden era. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's, uh, yeah. Fun stuff. Um, anything that you guys wanted to uh, to talk about on this Bellator card that we haven't already brought up? I don't think there's uh, think there's much else. What is our next uh, our next the next UFC week? We have a main event. Maybe? There's Ooh. not too too much else. What's our main event next week? Oh man, nah, fuck that. Fatal, Battle of the Meatheads. Fedor and Timmy Big Dick fight next week in fucking Moscow. Oh god. <laughs> that is like the shit. Come on, man. That's That is awesome. I mean, I don't understand why they would make that fight at all. At all. It was it was oh boy uh uh Swagger was the who they gave the fight to. Uh, oh, Jack Jack yeah. Swagger and he got hurt or something I think and Timmy Big Dick stepped in but yeah it was going to be Fedor Jack Swagger that was going to be Fedor's last fight that would Why be awesome that would be Japan. the what perfect way to go in Russia? Russia. He'd yeah immediately now, get taken down and then you'd arm bar from guard it would yeah, just be MMA coming full circle and now Timmy Big Dick's going to lay on top of him and beat the shit out of him for however long it Timmy lasts Big Dick might even knock him out oh he I probably will yeah. It's going to be ugly. I can't believe I mean, they're, they're letting Fedor fight. There's no line on that fight yet. How how much money are they uh, are they giving Timmy for that one? Because if they don't open up the uh, the pocketbook and just say, "All right, you know, even if you're going to beat him, you got to take a couple punches first, uh, then then that could get nasty. Or uh, or are they? Are they going full Jeff Monson, giving him sitters or, or get, making him a Russian citizen and all? And he takes the dive for Mother Russia. And Big Dick go. Timmy just goes full Jeff Monson at this point. Hey, anything's possible. I mean, do what you got to do. I, I feel like Timmy Johnson is a man that loves America too much to to take a dive in Russia. Yeah, he's going he, over he's, like he's looking for that rocky moment. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yep. Um, so I don't know if we're going to be doing a show next week because there's no UFC. Um, but oh, is this the know. week off? Is next week the one week off? I think so. No, oh, no, no. Next weekend we got the Meatheads Battle of the Meatheads. Costa oh, yeah. Inventory. Costa Inventory. All right. Um, I mean. I know old, old wine wine boy better better do something. Like he's got to get back on track. Or no, no, that's get... not the uh, that's not the easiest fight for him to get back on track either. Nah, no, I mean, 
Vittori's favored. It's a, it's close to a coin flip, but Vittori is a slight favorite there. But you guys are very correct in there's the not a lot uh, <laughs> yeah. outside of that. Wait, uh, Ma- I'm just scrolling through it right now. Mason Jones and uh, Alon Patrick. That was the one that was Grandpa. Oh shit, he's on this card. Damn, yeah, no, no. that's the other highlight. I mean, Caceres against uh, Choi should be fun. That should be a fun fight. Yeah, there's there's a couple things. Um, also, right now it looks like there's about 84 fights on that card. Yeah, so, so we'll see what actually yeah. makes it to. Oh, Patrick's out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course, take that one off. We'll have a couple more. Last time I had the bet on Davis by. Uh, in round three, and he was definitely getting there, and then Patrick the had that eye poke, and just like, nope, I'm done, I'm good. I, I think I bet Patrick like an idiot in that fight. Yep, and I, I was, think I did too. I was really happy. <laughs> yep. Terrible bet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I suppose we will be back next week to uh, to talk about little drunk and uh, angry Italian. Actual Italian, not uh, Brazilian Italian. So, something to think about. But we appreciate everybody who joined in in the, in the chat and actually listens to our dumbasses. We talk way too long about this card. Uh, hopefully that means Lance will come back next week because he'll get us through that thing in like an hour. Uh, maybe an hour and ten minutes because there's some actual fights on that one. But we appreciate all you guys and we'll be back next week. Thanks.